Welcome to episode 12 of the Icecast Report. I'm Anthony, joined by Tim, and today we're going to talk about, I guess we'll talk about, Saturday's loss to number one, North Dakota State, and preview the Penguins' upcoming road game at South Dakota in the uh, Dakota Dome. Let's bring in Tim now, and Tim, uh, it's not really much to say about last week, is there? Uh, no, other than... Um, we got, got our ass, ass kicked. kicked. Yep. yep. I mean, it was... <laughs> It pretty was simple. A can of whoop ass, as uh, they used to say on the uh, silver screen. There. Yeah, we uh, we were taken behind uh, Stambon. Uh, we got our ass kicked. It was embarrassing. It was flat out embarrassing. Yeah, it the was. The game was over on the fourth play of the game. Yeah, that was that. Um, I I believe you and I texted right after that. I believe uh, a penguins come out. Really nice uh, first two plays. Uh, North Dakota State runs the I formation and runs an ISO and then uh, runs an off-tackle play. Uh, Penguins did a nice job bringing the safeties down to the box to stop that. Uh, third down, the Bison tried to throw the ball. And uh, Zaire Jones stuffs Trey Lance short of the first down marker. Penguins three and out, get the offense uh, on the field. You think you're going to get a good field position at the 30, 35-yard line. Crowds into the game. And something we have not seen all year because Jake Coach has been absolutely phenomenal back there. Uh, that he the ball, yeah, he off the pond, and that that like you said, Tim, the air just went out of the stadium. From that point on, the game was over, and you could and you could see the team just be like, "Oh boy, here we go again." Because like you talked about last week, you had to play championship effort, and that means no turnovers, no stupid mistakes, and there's. Mistake number one, and okay, fine. You know, they get the ball, you know, deep in your territory. But again, Penguins had them third and eight, and they gave up a touchdown on the uh, third down pass. Um, and he had a nice drive coming back, 7 nothing. Um, May scrambles, you get some completions, you get a Leslie going. Nice green pass with Leslie, like you were talking about, to the 45-yard line. Uh, drive stalled, you had a punt, you won field position, though. Back him up. And they fumbled the ball. They gave you the ball at the 12-yard yeah, line. And then our guy just stood there like... We couldn't recover it. Like, what is this? And and that's when you and I were like, this is going to get really ugly really fast. And it did. It was a touchdown pass, about 75 yards. Yeah. And that was it. I mean, from that point on, I knew they were they were no, they, dead in the water. Yep. And it, it's uh, the same script each week with mm-hmm. this Penguins team this year. Against inferior opponents, they have dominated. Against quality opponents, they have absolutely folded. And there is no, I mean, it is what it is. They are what they are. They are Mm -hmm. a 500 team at best. They're a team who does not respond to adversity. They're a team that lacks playmakers, make plays both offensively and defensively. They are what they are. And it's disappointing because there was glimpse this year where you thought they could compete. Yeah. You thought the talent level was high enough. You believed that there's growth in players that you thought could lead this team. Unfortunately, those questions were answered each and every Saturday over the last... Resoundingly, you know, no. Yeah, no. over the last eight weeks. And, it's, and they just don't have it. They're not a good football team. And... They will win X amount of games. They'll win, you know, six, seven, maybe mm-hmm. games this season, and 
It'll be about a 500 team when you get right down to it. But there are a team that I I don't quite get it. And then, and it's just something I've seen over the last 10, 15 years in, at the YSU. Mm-hmm. Complacency. The apathy and the complacency yes. is... It's just complacency of, of the team. It's just they don't have any drive to be successful. No, it's like... It's they, shocking. They think they can throw their helmets on the field and just go, go win. And you're not the only person that's told me that. I've heard from people inside. I've heard from the the outsiders. Um, it, it's very troubling. It's very it's concerning. And I'm a, and look, North Dakota State has done that and will do that to a lot of teams because they're not a team that's going to beat them this year. There's not obviously. There's, there's not a, maybe maybe James Madison, but I don't see it happen. They're not going to. They're not going to beat them. Um, North Dakota State beat Northern Iowa. It's not how resounding. good they played. Take take that. I mean, I know how good they are. And it's not how good they are Saturday. It was how bad YSU was. That's the story. The story is not how good North, North story- Dakota State is. doesn't matter if they won by five touchdowns or one touchdown. We knew the, who was a better team coming into it. It's how you played and how you reacted and how you folded is the story of this game. It has nothing to do with with how good they are. It's insignificant. What matters is the culture at YSU and this program, and it goes beyond Pelini. It yes. goes yes, back it does. the last 15 yes. years is complacency. Yep. It reminds me of the basketball program where like, well, hey, we have a basketball program. It doesn't matter if we win or lose. Come see us. We have the we're attitude's gonna, unacceptable. We're, gonna be, we're playing Division One. We're in the Horizon League. It doesn't matter if we won't win. It doesn't matter if we're not going to compete. What matters is we're there. Yay. Let's move on. I mean, yep. it's, it's a, and it's the players I'm talking about. Yeah, this is not on the coaching staff right now. I never met a coaching staff that didn't want to win. Nope. I've never met a coaching staff that threw in a towel. Nope. I've never seen it in my entire life. Nope. And I would never say that to any coaching staff. I don't see any motivation whatsoever. And I understand when Mays went out, the team, you know, lost its leader. And I give him a lot of credit. We'll touch year. on that in a little bit. Let's touch well, on that in a little we'll bit. We'll talk about it right now. I think he played well. I think, unfortunately, he yep. he's been injured prone his entire mm-hmm. uh, career. And whatever the case may be, I mean, obviously, this year he played like a warrior. And I give him a lot of credit because he's been injured since really like week three of the season. Nate Mays played good football this year. Yeah. I mean, for everything that he had to go through, he played good football this year. Where this program lies is in the next generation of players, Mm -hmm. starting with quarterback Mark Wade. Yep. And going forward. This coaching staff has a huge question in front of themselves. Yes, they do. The question is, do you put Mark Wade in the games the rest of the season and play this season to the best of your ability and prepare him going forward? Or do you believe preparing him going forward and saving his red shirt each season for the next year for you would have four full seasons of Mark Wade? That's a huge decision, and I can see it both ways. I can make an argument both, both ways. Yes. And I will let Mark Wade and the coaching staff to make that decision. Well, the only – I agree with you. I you and I have talked about that off the air, on the air. You know, there are pros and cons to each. Um, the decision can be made very easily if 
Joe Craycraft's unable to go because he got banged up too. I mean, we got physically beat up Saturday. We lost Mace. Craycraft went out. Lassie went out. There were a lot of guys that went out with injuries. Um, you know, Coach didn't want to. Coach w- didn't know the severity of uh, Craycraft's injury to his rib. But if he can't go, then Nate Mays, you're up. I'll say this. I feel like the the stunted growth of Joe Craycraft is the re- is exactly the reason why we're talking about right now because last year they wanted to redshirt Craycraft and they kept playing Van Gorder, kept playing Van Gorder, kept playing Van Gorder. The last four games, you just said, you just said Joe Craycraft, here you go. You and yep. Mays can you can battle it out and you know we'll start the quarterback competition early. Um, look, the I'm not putting Saturday. I'm not putting all of Saturday on the coaching staff. Well, players play. It's but, up to the players but to make plays. Saturday, to me, was 95% on the players. And I know people are going to be like, oh, well, you've criticized plenty earlier. Yes, I, we have. And it was, due, it was due criticism, I thought, after the South Dakota State game and after the Southern Illinois game. But as soon as Coach fumbled that ball, nobody, n- nobody in that sideline was like, all right, let's go. Let's move on. Where's your senior leaders at? Where are your leaders in this program that say, you know what? Okay, you fumbled. We'll go get a stop for you. Or offensively. Besides Nate Mays and maybe Joe Alessi, where are they at saying, you know what? Okay, we're down to another one. We're going to make a play now. Nowhere. Like you said, it's, it is very concerning. The last 15 years, sans three years, it's like one, one little mistake. And the avalanche comes rolling down the hill. It's about leadership, yes. And it's about responsibility to yourselves and to your playmakers mm-hmm. and to your fellow teammates. And let's face it, the last couple of years, this program has lacked that responsibility. Yes. And as simple as that, there were games that could have been won this year that weren't. There are embarrassing losses on the schedule this year, which is disappointing. Yeah, and there are some successful wins along the way. Am I? I'm just to the point where I wanted to see them compete. If they lost this game by seven, fourteen, or well, let's say under ten, where they were in the game and it just couldn't finish it, or they had the lead in the game and lost it late. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Heartbreaking okay, scenarios. Neither way, all end up with the yellow column. However. Want to see a team compete, and compete. just like in Western Illinois, the, or Southern Illinois, Southern one. Illinois. Excuse me, just like in Southern Illinois, and last week here at Stanball, the game was over early, or two series in, and yeah. there was no accountability to the to each other that nope. we're going to get back in this game. Nope. Like I always say, you're going to find out about a team when a team faces adversity and how they respond to that adversity. And this team here just does not did not respond at all. It failed that test. Uh, we said from the very beginning, it would go as far as Mays could take him. Mays took him as far as Mays he possibly could. Mm-hmm. But in the same vein, this team was unable to perform. And quite honest with you, I got to be. I thought the offensive design this year was pathetic. You had. Mm-hmm. Two runners on your team. You have to get the ball to your best yep. playmakers, and that's Joe Alessi and Mays. 
and get the ball. Have the those two should touch the ball thirty times a game running. Yes, and it did not happen, and that was part of the problem. May's passing was what it was. He has his limitations. He's a hundred and fifty to hundred eighty yard per game type guy. About seventeen passes a game. I get it. They limited it. They need to do it. Problem was with YSU's offenses. They had too many three and outs all yes. season long. Yep. And they had no no identity. creativity. Yep. No no thing of what they say. Oh, we're going to take this away from you, or we're going to try to do this to you defensively. YSU basically said, "Oh well, we'll throw in this down. We'll run it. Very predictable. And you can't be predictable. You can't be predictable." In college football, it can't be predictable in at any level of football. And at my opinion, is the nutshell of the season. And that, to me, is on the coaching staff. Yes. And that is where Coach Pelini has to l- take a deep look at his team and wondering why the last couple years this offense has struggled as much as it has. Is it A, players? Which always comes down to players because that's who plays. And who makes plays? And two, you have to understand, is it the evaluation of the talent you're bringing in? Or why are you missing on certain players that you're going after? Mm-hmm. Those are those are some very important questions this, this program needs to ask going forward. Because if it is good enough to be 500 every year, and Coach Trussell and administration and everybody else is satisfied with that, then that's fine. Fine. That's what the university expects. That's what the university wants. You're doing the best you can. Yep. That's like the basketball program for the last 40 years. Uh, Now, if that's not what is expected, you have to make changes. And where those changes are. Well, where those changes are are up to the administration. And I'll leave it up to that. And I mean, I still believe in Bo Pelini. I have said that from the very Mm -hmm. beginning, and I still do. I do believe, given the opportunity to succeed and given the budget to to win with, he can do it. Uh, It's now up to YSU to make some decisions, and that's the administration. That's the athletic department. That's that's President Trussell and all of them. That's where this, this program's at. It doesn't matter what we do from anymore. It's what the university wants out of this program and what demands they put on it that you're going to find out how good or bad they'll be for the next 10, 15 years. As simple as that. Uh, when there's a demand to be good and you put people in position to succeed, they usually do. But if there's demand to succeed, but you don't give them the opportunity to succeed, they never will. So this is on the university now, in my opinion. Yeah, it's um, – and I would have a very, very hard time believing that the powers that be in the athletic department and the um, administration want to be just a football program. The, I, I find it very hard to believe that they just want to be mediocre and just exist. I would be shocked – if that was their mindset or thinking or hey let's just be six and six seven and five you know six and five seven well, right and four now every they're year. in the basement of the football conference and that's you know that's yeah they that, are what that's they reality are. we're right, bad know, football Indiana state team. missouri state western illinois and youngstown state all one and four in the conference so you have the rest of the conference season to prove yourself 
I mean, South Dakota is, is two and three. And they they come in what this week, so yeah, you know, and they this is what, and, uh, this is what it comes down to. South Dakota, are you going to come down out and play your game and re-establish yourself for the rest of the season? This is about pride. The rest of the year, it's not about making the playoffs. It's not about winning a conference. All those things are pipe dreams. They'll never be part of the 2019 season. Now it's about re-establishing yourself going forward and putting this program in a good position going into 2020 that's all that matters yeah yeah um look there are a lot of tough decisions to be made offensively defensively uh, staff wise personnel wise tim last week's over let's just that's a game uh, 56 17 let's flush that and you know let's just move on from that let's forget about it uh penguins go to the uh, dakota dome this week and take on South Dakota, who is coming off an embarrassing, let's be frank, an embarrassing loss to what was a winless Western Illinois team, 38-34. The Leathernecks finally got their first win of the year. Uh, however, the Penguins make the trek out to South Dakota. They have not played well in that state. They have not played well in the Dakota Dome, uh, even when South Dakota's bad. Uh, YSU very rarely plays well there. Uh, this is like what you talked about at the top of the show. This is about you. And this is about looking yourself in the mirror and saying, what do we want this season to be remembered as? We want, because right now, it's very easy to see you're a bunch of quitters. Because that second half South Dakota State on, you quit. You know, look, it's easy to beat Western Illinois. They're a bad football team. So now it's time to take some pride in this university. You, you want to call yourselves grit you and you're gritty and you're tough and all that. Now it's time to show it. And I'm talking about coming out and dominating these guys because you should come out and dominate these guys. There is no reason. I don't care who's starting a quarterback. I don't care who's starting it. Well, you know, you it, should come out and kick the crap. It's going to come Dakota. down to this, in my opinion. It's going to come if out. There's and pride in, the, in this yep. program. They're going to come out and play well. If pride no amongst pride, the players. If there's no pride, then you will definitely see a 35 point loss, just like we've seen the last two out of the last three weeks. And it's just simple as that. Um, my simple thought is, I want to see what they're made of. I have no idea what's going to happen. I it, no, you. I you honestly have no don't. clue. I can guarantee you this: they'll get beat on a sixty-five to seventy-yard touchdown pass. Well, that's every week. That's every week, and it's just mind-boggling. It is mind-boggling. Every single as, week. You know, you know, it was funny. There was no pain. I mean, there was no college game I was looking forward to all weekend, other than this one. Why is you go? Yep. So I uh, didn't watch any football Saturday afternoon, or you know, and all that. I waited for this Wyoming shooting North Dakota game in. Uh, at six thirty, I was like, "This is ridiculous," and we were done. Well, like I said, it's a new week. Put it behind us. But I'm I'm just curious to see if they actually have any desire to win. Any prediction out of you, or are we just going? We have no clue what the hell's going to happen. I have no clue. I'm going to say. A 35-point loss. That is the first time in over 25 episodes that you've predicted them to lose. Yeah. They haven't proved to me this year that they care. And that's where I came back with the Southern Illinois game. I said, until they show me they can win, I'm not going to pick them. So you're going that way. I'm going to be the complete opposite. And maybe you say I got my red and white Homer glasses on because I would think I'm... Fair and balanced, and I will criticize when criticism is due. I'm going to say Mark Wade starts Saturday, and I'm going to say you're going to see the start of something special. 
Mark Wake starts. I like YSU by 17. I think there's some fight left in these guys. I do. I think he's a leader, and he could lead this team going forward. We have one game left for Mark Wade to play to keep his red shirt, so we'll see what happens. And if, and if they choose, if he starts this week, that tells me he's starting the rest of the season. Simple yeah. as that. And that tells me where this coaching staff is at, and that would be very intriguing. Um, we'll see if Craycraft can develop or not. I don't know. I I haven't seen it this year, so like I'll I said, say this. until I see them show up and play, and they haven't played well on the road, so 35-point loss. Mark Wade starts Saturday. I agree with you. I think that means he's starting the rest of the year. If Mark plays Saturday, my 35-point loss is is negated. Negated? Absolutely. I think they play a, a good game. If it's not Wade... I expect a 35-point loss. I will say this. Mark Wade starts Saturday. I think he does start the rest of the year, and I like the Penguins to win out. All right. Let's close I, this one up. I am I am on the Mark Wade train. I've been on the Mark Wade train last year ever since uh, we had him in the playoffs. Uh, that's going to do it. Uh, no, not an enjoyable podcast. Not a lot to say. Besides we got our butt kicked, and let's figure out who we are. For Tim, I'm Anthony. Penguins and Coyotes this Saturday in the Dakota Dome. Tim and I will be back next week to talk about YSU's game against South Dakota and preview their game against the Sycamores of Indiana State.